0: Hello and welcome to the Trainers Tribe podcast. It's Kyle Wood here, in case you've forgotten who I am after (laughs) our little break.
1: It's been, uh, yeah, a while now, and uh, Dale Salberton, guys.
0: Yeah, uh, we've been uh, planning in the shadows, I guess. Dale's going to explain a little bit what's going on. Um, We're really excited because we're moving to more of a seasonal format now. We're going to release a series of episodes in... uh, in concert with each other um dale but yeah before we dive into today's topic we'll just explain a little bit more about that um so dale what are we yeah so
1: our first five so our season's going to be in five episode slots um and our first one's going to be all about clients Uh which is really exciting so it's going to touch on all different ways obviously building community getting clients advertising knowing your clients learning more about them um Little tips that, you know, you may already do little bits of them, but just to refresh and go over those. So um, each episode is just going to be specifically targeted to one aspect of your clients. And yeah.
0: then keeping them, because that's like another important aspect to yeah. their point. Having lots of clients who are finding you and joining, and then not sticking around. So we're going yeah, like to cover in each episode one of the areas that we see is really important Yeah, um, that you really want to lock down. Yep. Um,
1: and I think, yeah, this episode, we, are, we both wanted to make this number one, but uh, it's building community. Yep. And I think that's uh, the number one thing that you can do with your clients. So, um, yeah, we're going to start off and talk about all different ways that uh, we build community within our groups um and that we know people online that follow us and we follow them as well that they do really well too so um take notes or whatever of little things um even if you pick up just one or two little takeaway things to do from this episode um i think that would be a big success
0: yeah awesome
1: okay um season two episode one yep let's get stuck in
0: hello and welcome to the trainers tribe a podcast for heart-centered fitness business owners my name is Kyle Wood, and along with my co-host Dale Sidebottom, we'll aim to help you build a fitness business that will allow you to reach hundreds or thousands of people. There are far too many trainers out there who are just getting burnt out and fed up with the industry, but it doesn't have to be that way. With a little support and a little heart, we can create an industry to be proud of.
1: So um, I think the biggest thing with building community, Kyle, is... Uh, making people feel part of something and I've got a little story to start with and I suppose growing up in country Victoria, in Australia everything is based around sports clubs well it has been for my life anyway and um, one aspect of that is it's a real community you know you go to training together you go to the games together people come and watch you after the game there's dinners then there's functions um, and as a community they all rally behind a like a common interest Right. And for me, in summer it was cricket, in winter it was um, AFL football. So coming down to Melbourne, uh, people I find don't, aren't involved in as many sports clubs. So for mm. me, making my uh, boot camps and my personal training and things like that into like a sport club, into a community. And for me, I've thought about ways that obviously were a big part of that sports club. And, and one of it, and a big one for me is making it fun. All right, so people, if you're having fun or you, you want to go somewhere because you enjoy it, you're going to keep coming back. Teamwork is also a massive one. You know, people rally behind getting around each other, helping each other out, feeling part of something. So, making sure you've got a lot of teamwork. And I know we'll touch on a bit more of that. And, and we're having so many other episodes about making our workouts fun and incorporating either group work or teamwork or pairs, you know, where you're working together with something. Um, and the big one for me is people feeling part of something, you know, that, that, you know, they might come to three or four sessions a week where they're going to be greeted by other people they know, uh, and they're going to feel special. You know, that's their, that's their thing outside of work or their friendship groups that they've got something that they'll go to part of the camp that they feel part of. So for me, that's the biggest thing trying to base it around a sports club.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't, I don't know if you've got any other notes on that about, like, obviously making it fun and, and teamwork and part of something.
0: Yeah, I think um, some of my notes were on sort of the execution of that. Okay. Like, I think we, which actually, we, if we keep the, we can keep the sport club sort of analogy going in that um, with a sporting club, there's, you know, there'd be fundraisers and and events and stuff outside of the, the club but that what it's really built around is the games. Everyone comes to the games. Oh, yeah, good. They socialise with each other, the people playing, they're building teamwork. You know, I mean they're doing training and stuff throughout the week as well. But um so that that's the big thing I think uh certainly a few years ago when we, we this topic became really hot in boot camps, this idea of community, we were looking a lot at sort of stuff you could add to your boot camps, like more than workouts. So like, oh, should I run like special workshops or should I, should we have like barbecues or should we have like sort of team building events for like, you know, go to events together or, or go like a fun run or something like that. Or should we, um, go to a high ropes course or something like that. And that stuff was always really hard because you were getting people to like commit to something additional on their weekend. Yeah. And I think what we've worked out, what you've worked out, what I've worked out over the years is that you've already got your, your people your clients coming yeah. and seeing you two or three times a week. So the smart way to build community is to build it into your sessions. Yes. Okay. So don't just make your workouts a workout, make them a community building event, um, inside your workouts. And so that's where clever programming comes in. Yeah. Um, which we've, yeah, again, we've touched on it before. a number
1: of times. I can't remember planning the perfect session. might've been episode two or three or it was very early on. Yeah. I think we covered it so early, early because episode three, yeah, yeah because and it sticks in my head because people have loved that episode because if you plan your sessions right, you tick all those boxes, fun, teamwork, being part of something. Yeah. So then if you want to offer more, you know, like I think people come to boot camp and stuff for the training and sides of things, but mm-hmm. they stick around because they get so much more than they thought. So yeah. as a trainer, you you do that I in your sessions.
0: Like, I want to reiterate that because yeah, yeah, it's good. really important. Yeah, People will come to your boot camps, they join, because of you, you, the trainer, or you know, they want to get fit, or they want yeah. to get so. But they'll stay and they'll keep coming for year after year, because of the community and because of the other people yep. who they're training with.
1: Yep. And so there are things you do in your sessions, but if you did want to go outside, and, and I think this is good as well because people want to see each other outside of boot camp. You know, a lot of yeah. people want to get dressed up and see each other in a different social setting. You know, yep.
0: have you? Sorry. Have you ever been like at the shops and like seeing one of you, like, but not recognise one of your clients, or uh, had them not recognise you because they used to seeing you on, like fitness gear and then you're there and like, I know fitness picture. gear you know, it all oh, the time. You'd be wearing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had that. I've, had, oh, I've like double, done a double take. And I'm like, oh, that's my client, especially with female clients because it, you know, their hair's usually pulled back a yeah. session and then it'll be out and I have makeup on and stuff and you will be like, oh wow, I <laughs> didn't <even> recognise you. <laughs> I think that's a bit,
1: ah. yeah. But I, I do know what you mean yeah. and. That's what I mean. People also want to be able to socialize on a different level. So Mm -hmm. I think you touched on before, but like having a social event, at least one or two a year, I think is really important. Yeah. You know, not only people will want to come to that because if you create the right atmosphere and make people feel special in your group, then they'll be dying to go to something like that. Yeah. And personally I do, I try and do one every Christmas, I have a Christmas party Mm -hmm. and then I try and do two, others for the year, you know, like, and I try and do, not just go to a pub and drink or things like that, um, go 10 pin bowling or, yeah. you know, do some sort of activity. Last year we went lawn bowling.
0: You know, know, people balls.
1: can still enjoy a beer or a wine or whatever they want or a soft drink. It's up to them. Yeah. But there's also some other sporting aspect involved as well. Yeah. You know, everyone's sort of competitive and it, it adds to <laughs> socializing I reckon yeah, yeah so I think that's really important um, and just the other ones is the other things you can offer to make build that community is you know creating you can create groups so you might create a Facebook group or a text group or you know mm-hmm. so it's not then after a while won't be led by you you know if you create this the right way uh, your clients will start wanting to do things or lead things on as well and and not only will you get referrals but you'll have a really sound bunch of clients that want to see each other want to hang out so they want to come to boot camp you know you'll never lose them yeah you know and that's called that's the best way to get client attention you know you're not going to lose clients that can't wait to get back there or see their mates they have made or the mm-hmm. sessions you're running mm-hmm. you know' and just always a flow-on effect and that always comes down to planning your sessions like we mentioned at the start fun teamwork part of something mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if you've got something to add to that, if I've stolen all your thunder, because we've got similar notes. No, I
0: think um, maybe we could dive in a little bit more to the the sessions themselves, because yep. you people some ideas of what we're talking about. So, like, one of the things you made a note of was um, the generating discussion. Yep. Like, and chat before and after the session. So, what are some ways that you try and do that? So,
1: personally, myself, I always introduce new, new clients, um, sort of give a, try and find out what they do. And so other people are listening. Um, I also remember, I've got a quite a good memory. So I remember everybody's name, their partners. I remember what they're doing on the weekend. I remember what football side they barrack for. So straight away, when someone rocks up, I'm always the first to say hello to them. Um, And then I can, if it's, um, the first session after a weekend or during the week I remember what they're doing at work or what they did on the weekend or if their footy side won and by saying that yeah. um, I know it's a good skill it's but like a very very Melbourne make skill set yeah it is and very generic you can <laughs> normally get away with that yeah um, The. I'll bring that up and then other people will just start talking about that. Or, oh, you've been, you've been there, you've been travelling, yeah, yeah. Like um, I'd like talking about travelling. I think that's a really good one as yeah, well. Yeah, you yeah. know, different spots, oh, I've been there or yep. things like that. So um, I normally lead that. Um, yeah, yep. so and another good way, at the start, I used to write down client's name and then just in my notes on my phone, I'd write down if they had any kids, their partner name, what football oh, okay. side they went for, just so... I could remember it all. And yeah, after yeah. a while, once you get to know your clients, that comes. Yeah. Um, and same with like my one on one clients. I used to write down everything they're doing on the weekend. So once they rock back up the next week, I was like, Oh, how's that wedding? Like, how'd you go? you yeah, wearing yeah. a red dress, how'd it look? Uh-huh. And then straight away they're like, Wow, how do you even know that? Uh huh. Yeah. So it's a really simple thing to do. That's a great idea. But, you know, people feel part of something and yeah. I don't do it just to keep clients, I do it because it's a great way to create as positive start to your session as well. Yep. And, then, and that you get more buy-in from your clients. So that's a good way that I create discussion. Um, mm-hmm. I know you used to do something good at the end of your sessions.
0: Yeah, we used to do in the evening, The oh, what are you having for dinner? Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. it'd be like sort of 5.30 p.m. session. So finish about 6.30 and people would inevitably eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like what are, you, what are you having for dinner was always a good one. Um, although the, there was the odd like... And it was really embarrassed because they were having like pizza, like <laughs> something out of the freezer or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but then it was also like we created like a non judgment area for that as well. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't about like who's eating the healthiest meal, it was just like what do you and again, it was a common topic. Like, so if someone was cooking something, yeah, then someone else in the group who likes cooking is like, oh, how do you make that? And yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah. Da, 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 and then it, Snowball. it goes. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah, having stuff like that, uh, sort of way of stretching and things uh, in the morning, people tend to not talk as much, um, am I? Yeah, they're a lot quieter. My group this morning,
1: I've never experienced anything like this. I don't know if it's because Easter's coming up or... Uh I've, they, I was trying to explain things and just standing there like I was, I was like I, I didn't know what to do I've never had this problem really? like, no, I'm like, had Oh no so I've like, oh like my god what's going on and then they're literally just looking at me I'm like guys <laughs> give me a break get it's into like it
0: like stunned my life. Oh yeah. and then we had a
1: chat during the session I said is everyone alright like yeah we sorry we didn't know what was going on there like it was my explanation bad to learn and they go no 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 it was fine we just I don't know a bit tired I was just like oh wow so, I don't know if yeah. um, a good thing would be to have, I don't know, you can just say to yourself, you don't need to tell your clients, but each morning, each night, have a different topic that you could ask your clients about. Like, obviously, at the end of the, the week, you'd ask, is anyone doing anything exciting this weekend? Yeah. Or, if you've got a night session, what are you having, you know, for dinner or in the morning it might be what do people have for breakfast or uh-huh. you know just a little topic and you'll, you'll find a lot of clients won't say anything but once one does yeah. they might start talking to each other yeah um i tried for a little bit there to have a joke like i'd tell a joke <laughs> some mornings <laughs> and i was pretty crap so <laughs> i can that but just trying little things like that yeah um yeah. i don't know it just that if if your clients can see you're trying to generate discussion or you're interested in what they're doing, then they're going to buy in as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a, that's a really, because at the end of the day, and we spoke about this, people are coming for you. You are your sessions. You're the face yeah. of it. So if you've got to have energy plus, if yeah. you don't have massive energy up and about, have things to talk about, no one else is either. All uh-huh. right. And people are going to leave going, oh, that was crap. I didn't even speak to anyone. I'm still half asleep. Yeah. You know, don't look like Dale didn't even want to be here today. Whereas if you put game face on up and about in their face, people are like, wow, what's going on? You know, I think I think that's really important to remember. People came for you and energy is infectious, so you've got to have it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. That and that knowing like what you stand for as, as a person. Yeah. I think is really important to that as that as well. Because like you said, people buy buying. You kept mentioning the word buy in. So people have been listening to that and not sure basically just mean like they're, you know, committing in a way to what you're, to what you're selling, then actually buying, they're buying, they're buying something (laughs) emotionally. I don't have people swiping their card during my session. (laughs) They're making like emotional purchases. (laughs) They are, correct. So I think if you know, I know that was a big key to success of my bootcamp was, um, I I knew what I was about. I knew what I liked. I was, uh, I was unusual in that I wasn't extreme, in as a trainer, which I feel like you know, the fitness industry is full of extremes. People down this end who like yeah. claim their way is the best, and then people who claim the exact opposite thing. They both have research to back up their point of view, yeah. and it's just like you know, it's um, that was never like my style. Um, I was much more, I'm much more of like a moderation type person. Yeah. Like I don't believe in like forcing things, and that came across in my sessions. You know, like in like, I didn't force clients to do. Exercises that were not good for their body, you know. I didn't, I like my way of encouraging them was much more subtle. People would meet me, you know, my now wife would introduce them as introduce me as like a boot camp instructor, and people would look at me expecting me to be like this drill sergeant. (laughs) It's like very not my personality, not at all. And so, that by being you know, at first, it took a while to get that confidence to feel like I could be myself at the sessions, but I think that's really important because people you'll then attract clients who are looking for that. Yep. So don't feel like you need to be some, like I wouldn't try and be you at yep. my sessions. Cause that would come off as phony as well. Yep. Cause you're very high energy and, yep. and stuff like that. And that would be, yeah. So like I'm going to show up at more like my energy level. I mean, it's still going to, I'm not going to show up half asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yep. yeah. And just being, um, I mean, we both have, we both fairly casual in the yeah, way we yeah. talk and things like that. Uh, so but everyone th-
1: everyone has different qualities that 's right you know don't don 't marry yourself and go i 'm going to be that person yeah, yeah. because that 's not who you are people yeah. see through that yeah you know everybody 's got good qualities and that 's what people want uh-huh. they want the true you
0: yeah and then that's you're, that 's what your that 'll be the basis of your community hundred your community you know your interests your interest in sport you talk to your clients about sport you attract clients who like, talking about sport, <laughs> you know, like the little things like that. Um, I was never like trying to get clients and I think you're probably similar, like, cause it's not really my field of expertise anyway, but I was never trying to get clients to like diet or eat a certain way or something like that. So there was never, um, any judgment on clients you'd rock up hung- hungover or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Cause it would be like, you know, and I wouldn't punish them or anything with because nah, It no would just way. be like, good on, you know, good on you for actually coming this morning. Fun and, on- <laughs> yeah, fun Yeah. What'd like, you do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like they're feeling punished enough. Yeah, yeah, that would that be like hurting. Sort of I'm a very gentle person. And that, yeah. that came part of the community, like sort of gentle, caring people. And, uh, and a lot of, when I, when I stopped to move overseas, that was like a lot of the feedback that I got from clients when I left was they like really appreciated your attitude to fitness and well-being and health yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, knowing like what you stand for and, and representing that in your boot camp whatever that is. I mean, you might be like diehard f- ultra marathon runner. Like, so like embrace that embrace yeah, that. Yeah. You think running is freaking awesome and running like ridiculously long distance is <laughs> freaking awesome. Yeah. And you'll attract people who are interested in and inspired by
1: that. Well, they'll be inspired by you.
0: Yeah. You know, in yeah. that
1: way, like they'll be like, wow, so impressed with your dedication and uh-huh. what you're able to achieve.
0: huh. But also if you're like me and have zero interest in putting your body through that, like that's okay too. You'll attract <laughs> other clients like a lot of my clients just wanted to stay fit. Yep. They didn't want to run marathons and do stuff like that. And that was like fine with me. They just wanted like, they, they appreciated what, you know, working out three times a week did for their health and just the way they felt. Yep, uh, And then they liked coming because even though, if, even if it was wet or cold or whatever, or boiling hot, um, they were going to go hang out with a group of people who they knew were going like, to be supportive and encouraging it for yep. them as well. From
1: all different walks of life. Yeah. You know, and, but they have a common interest and you mm-hmm. make them feel part of something. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and my final point there, yeah. Col is that uh, I've been reading this book lately um, by Dr. Stuart Brown and it's called Play. Yeah. Now, um, there's so much That's research... just the title, just playing play. Play and it's called um, How Play uh, Shapes the Brain Opens the Imagination. Okay. right and it just basically goes in and and i've been doing a lot of reading on this because i think it's really fascinating and i suppose you got to think back to when you're at school so as a young kid you'd be able to play with your mates in class recess lunchtime after class uh-huh. um you didn't have a worry in the world yeah you yeah. had no obligation whatsoever you know as we slowly get older in high school we play a little bit but then we've got exams we go to uni uh-huh. um we might play going to the pubs and stuff like that but the the fun playing aspect of our life slowly slowly disappears until you're working you might have a family you know you work all day you go home yep. right your life there's no play there's no fun there's there's nothing in in your life anymore so mm-hmm. i've tried to adapt this to my training and my sessions where i create like a play environment, not for the whole thing, but like with the fun and the games and things where people can actually be someone that they're not in their general life. So you offer them something that might remember them, like give them memories of their childhood or, you know, give them some feeling that they don't get in any other part of their life. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that they want to get more of, yeah. you know, because it it feels good. Yeah. You know, you forget about your mortgage, your work that's due, you know, you might have a baby on the way or family at home or, you know, you've got all these other issues going on in your life. But if you can just forget about that and go and simply play and have fun yeah. while getting fit, mm-hmm. I think it's just, that's, I think that's the best way of building community as well. Yeah. So if you can add a bit of that into your sessions and um, you don't need to read this book play by Stuart, Dr. Stuart Brown, but if you just had a little bit of research on it, there's so much... Well, yeah,
0: yeah, I just looked it up because the name sounded familiar. And he actually has a TED Talk to okay. listen to, which I'm sure will hit on a lot of the I, and that, key points. There you go. You yeah. know,
1: he'll probably summarize the whole book for you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's really uh, worth reading just because um, yeah, it explains how people have changed from being a young kid to an adult but they still crave that play Mm. so if you can provide that you're giving a point of difference to i'd say majority other people Mm -hmm. out there
0: yeah i think that's a huge and i think that i will add one thing to that because i know that's really important and i included a lot of that in um in my stuff but i think that that is another thing that comes to your personality yeah. I know I've gotten feedback from trainers who've tried including games in their groups and they're like, it just doesn't work. I don't know what's going on. Um, and I think it does come back to like your personality. You need to find games and ways of including play that, that fit with your personality. Yep. Because if you're trying to play, you've got that one, um, the, the fitness farm.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I
0: could not pull that off I'm positive like I could not run that session and pull that up. but you could run that session did it. and have people love it well
1: I it's for those who don't know, it's called Old McDonald Had a Fitness Farm. Yeah. So i have change the words to Old McDonald Had a Farm. Yeah. Um, and if, if you did want to listen to this, you can go to um, energetic.education and then click on the podcast, and it'll, it'll be one of my podcasts there. But basically, I've got a narrator that sings Old McDonald, but it had a fitness farm with a squat, squat here and squat, squat there. <laughs> and I did it with my boot camp, and I got Ryan involved and things like that. A few people were like, "What is going on?" But they were all laughing. Yeah, yeah. I've only yeah. done it once, uh, yeah. but as far as I feel like, how did you think of that? What <laughs> What is that? Yeah, and I agree that is not for everyone. Yeah, 100 oh, yeah. percent. Yeah. But I made myself look like an idiot. Yeah. And people just embraced
0: it. I th- and I think that's the thing. Like you would have the commitment to do that. Yeah. Properly, so yeah, that
1: that's an extreme example. Yeah, that that is it. an extreme example. <laughs> But I,
0: you know, I wanted to mention it because yeah. I think, yeah, you need to find where what kind of games are suitable Correct. for you and your group. Yep. But definitely involving some sort of play, watching that TED talk or reading that book, learning a bit more about play yep. and how it works because the key elements of play um, are, you know, like what it, I mean. He probably goes into it. I know, like one of the things it's it's a it can be it's usually a state of flow. So like time goes out yep. the window. Like you have no idea because you're working that. Um, I know when they've listened to a really awesome podcast on flow states that when we're in states of flow, so that so that is like, you know, people mention they're in flow with work or whatever. Yeah, going. Even like doing a workout, like, or runners probably, you know, they experience flow a lot. You, you, your brain's made up of like three parts. So you've got like you know, the medulla or blagana, whatever it is, like, near the base, which is, like, where all your, like, really strong emotions are, like, anger and stuff like that. And then there's the next bit, the middle of the brain, I can't remember what it's called, and there's the front of our brain, which is the one that sort of processes, like, rational thought, and it's the one that can have, like, thoughts about thoughts, because we're, like, one of the only creatures that can have thoughts about thoughts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> overthinking, um, yes. And, and, like, sort of making, like, fake realities, because you can, like, imagine things and stuff. Uh, but when you're in flow state... That part of your brain switches off, ah. and that is what is can be so rejuvenating because yes. that can be such like a stress zone for our brain. Yeah. So play is one of those things that can induce that, but also recognizing that with your clients, if you can play, might just be bringing them to that point where they're in a flow state and they're not thinking so much about the workout. Yeah. You know, they're just they're having just doing fun. it. Yeah. And I know do your it. sessions are are awesome for that because you you know they're like quick and the way you change stuff it doesn't. Yeah. Um, give people enough time to really like start overthinking what's going on it's like yep. go 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 there's not a lot of downtime yeah. in sessions that and having, I think that's yeah.
1: and, and again go back to episode 3 where we really break this down yeah. and things like that but um, just a, an overview I, I break my sessions into 3 or 4 parts so if people don't like one thing of it or whatever, they're on to the next one before they know it. So uh-huh. I think that's a really good way to put it. And they people won't even know that they're playing or, or what they're doing because they'll just be going from one to the other to the other. So, yep. um, yeah, if you, if you haven't looked into play um, or just look, remember what it was like to be a kid and how important that was. So um, I know Kyle's looking up at the moment uh, how the flow system works or... Um, I know, I'm
0: going to look up uh, the other a couple other podcast episodes they should listen to. Yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, there go. Couldn't find our own podcast. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, right in front of me. Uh, so, episode 10, which has got the dice workouts. Ah, yep.
1: So, and episode 5, I think.
0: Was it 5 and 10? 5 and 10. So, okay.
1: one's card games and one's dice games. So, okay. they're probably the... I don't know, you've probably heard me say this, I might be on repeat, but they're the easiest sessions to run when you've got yep. dice and cards, and um, if you go to those episodes and download the notes, you'll get 12 games for free, and they're yeah. pretty much some of our best games that we've created.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's like a good starting point if you're thinking, oh, how can, yeah, just, if you just included one of them. Yep. Uh, well there's 12 there so that's yep. probably for most trainers that's like 3 or 4 weeks worth if yep. you just even just included Time one, one yep. in each session 100%. fit one into each session you, that's the other thing your sessions don't need to be all about team no, building no, no, community no way no but way they, you just want to include a little bit of an element yeah. in there
1: so hopefully that makes sense and yep. that if it I know we've rambled on about different things but it all leads back to building that community and, and what yeah. you stand for and uh-huh. if you just take one or two things away from this I'm sure it'll make a big impact on your group your client retention um, and getting them to buy in like I mentioned before about yeah. what you're offering
0: yeah. yeah cool yeah I think if you if you do all that that's you're well on your way to like yeah keeping the clients you've got and also attracting new ones new ones like but yeah, that's why we started with this. as, a, as the first episode of the season because this is for both of us being the biggest thing in terms of client retention, better than any sort of marketing thing or anything like that. Like, and, it, and it's easy to do. So easy, yeah. Get cracking, thing. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks, guys. See so, ya. Yeah. Hey there, Kyle here again. I just wanted to take a moment here at the end of the episode to thank you for listening. It means a lot to Dale and I that uh, trainers like yourself listen into the podcast and enjoy it and find it useful. I mean, that's why we do this. Also, if this is your first time listening and you haven't subscribed yet and you'd like to listen to more episodes, go ahead and hit subscribe in your app uh, or if you're on the website there, head to the subscribe section and you can subscribe by email as well. If you are listening in the app and you want to see, read the show notes for this episode, head to trainerstribe.com for all of that info. Thanks again and bye for now.